Now is the time and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree by offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel the number one master's granting public college in the South. The Citadel. Online. On your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online. Follow me into the Forty more stimulating talk coming up in about a half an hour. Dr. Wendy joins us for Wednesdays with Dr. Wendy. We're going to be talking about stress and how to get over it. Why is anybody stressed at this time of year? I don't know why. Well, we have spent a lot of time talking about this investigation into that fatal Amtrak tra- uh, crash up in Washington near Tacoma. Uh, looks like they're focusing on in on the possibility that this engineer was distracted by a trainee who was in his cab or a cell phone. Alex Stone with ABC News has been covering this investigation for us. Hey, guys. Yeah, and uh, they don't know at this point. The NTSB says they just flat out don't know. They're going based on the, the small signs that they have trying to figure out what this could be. They have not interviewed the engineer yet. Uh, and uh, we were talking yesterday about uh, why not. And, and they say it's mainly just that he hasn't been medically cleared, that they can't talk to him until doctors say it's okay. Uh, but also they do want to try to get their facts together before they go in so they know some of the answers that, uh, that they're already that they are tossing his way when they question him so they can see if it all adds up, if what he's saying is also goes along with what the evidence that, that they're seeing. Uh, but it, they know that the train was going 80 miles an hour in a 30-mile-an-hour zone. They know now that he did not pull the emergency brake uh, for whatever reason, something that, that, as it's been described to us by those in the railroad industry, that the first thing as an engineer you would do when there's a problem is try to stop that train and pull the emergency brake. He didn't do it. It automatically engaged as a part of a, a crash sequence that the uh, locomotive did, uh, but he never touched it. Uh, and now they also wait to, to find what is on this recording. There was a, uh, an inboard camera focused in on the, the cab of the locomotive, and they hope that that camera will show exactly what he and that conductor were doing up there. That conductor was learning the route with them, and if they were talking, if they were on their phones, if they were distracted in some way, if they can get video off the camera. They say it's pretty well destroyed. They've sent it to a lab back in D.C. trying to extract anything off of the camera. Do you know if Amtrak has rules that would prevent an engineer from taking their phone into the cab of the train? Well, they they shouldn't be using it, uh, and we understand that there are some rules about uh, use and, and possession and other things that it, it may be able to be in a bag but, but not be used while they're uh, sitting there at the controls. So that would be a problem uh, if it turns out to be that. But we don't know. They are uh, scouring the cell phone records of the engineer. Uh, they're going to look over all of those over social media. They actually want the cell phone records of every crew member, not just those who were uh, in the cab of the, the locomotive, but all others as well. And they'll go through all of that as they try to piece this together. There's no indication that this was a mechanical situation at this point, that he was hitting the brakes and the train wasn't stopping. Uh, but they, they have to go down that road and look at that, too. They see no indication. You know, early on there were all the comments about maybe Antifa had put something on the, the tracks because they had a history of doing that around Olympia. 
uh, several months ago. They, people have been arrested for uh, trying to block the tracks. No indication that anything was wrong with the tracks uh, in this. That wouldn't have made them go to 80 miles an hour when they, they should have been at 30. They're really focused in, even though they have not found the cause. They don't know what led up to this. They're focused in on that engineer and what was he doing. Speed control technology, like positive train control, um, regulators have been pushing for this to be on the tracks. The industry has been pushing back because of cost. Was this section of, of track due to have positive train control at some point? Yeah, it was coming next spring, but unfortunately it wasn't in place right now. They had been building it along this section of track, and they were installing it in the process into this locomotive. This was a new locomotive that came off the assembly line in Sacramento not that long ago, within the past year, and it had a lot of new technology on it, but it did not have positive train control, uh, unfortunately, or that potentially could have stopped this from happening. NTSB, they believe that 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 might have stopped this if it wasn't a mechanical issue, if it was just an issue of hitting the brakes and that the engineer didn't do that, that the computer system, positive train control, would have taken over when he wasn't reacting to the upcoming turn, uh, and it would have hit the brakes at that point. The president of Amtrak was in Tacoma last night and told reporters, no, that he doesn't think it would have made any difference if positive train control wouldn't have uh, stopped this from happening, which doesn't seem to make much sense since it seems like we're going down the road of Maybe the, the engineer didn't react, but a lot of rail lines in the U.S. still don't have positive train control. The, the mandate is next year. It was bumped up from 2015. Uh, it's lengthy, the, the timeline to put it in. It's expensive, uh, and they, they were in the process of doing it and, and testing it. But, no, it wasn't in place yet. It could have potentially saved lives. Uh, you mentioned uh, earlier today about the traffic nightmare because I-5 has been closed for so long there's no real good yeah. way to get from Tacoma to Olympia now uh, outside of a, a ferry because you've got the Puget Sound on one side, some rural areas, and then a giant military base on the east side of the highway there. How are people dealing with that? Oh, it's hell. On uh, on the freeways and on all the, the bypass routes, everything is clogged right now. And it was worse yesterday. At times they had 20-mile backups, and not just 20-mile backups that were moving. They weren't moving. They were parked on, on the road that they were on, on these side routes where they had taken side streets. And then on I-5, it was backed up all the way from the closure in DuPont back to Tacoma, and nobody was moving. It was a parking lot on, on I-5, taking many hours to get past this. And the alternate route is about 75 miles to get around this once you get off and, and go around. So folks have been stuck in it. It is a major issue. Uh, the, the state patrol has been holding constant updates to say how they're doing, trying to clear the roadway. They say at 3 o'clock today that they should have a plan for opening up at least one lane of traffic to get around. They just a couple of hours ago, and it was impressive to see, got the locomotive out of here, uh, 270,000 pounds that locomotive. They had to put it on a special low-boy truck, and it's so heavy that they had to use two big rigs, one to pull, one to push, the, the engine compartments and the big rigs, uh, to, to take the locomotive uh, northbound in the southbound lanes, since the southbound lanes are shut down, at about 10 miles an hour. They couldn't go any faster with this thing, and they had to cut back signs and trees because it's so big that, that they were going to hit on, on the route to get it out of there. It was a huge undertaking to get the locomotive out because it's so big and so heavy, but they've got all the train cars away now. They're cleaning up debris, they're, and they're trying to fix the road where it was damaged. They're putting up new guardrails. 
they hope to be able to get some traffic going soon. I'm having lived there. I've seen a lot of the trucks that you talk of. Uh, by the way, I retweeted your picture of the the locomotive on that flatbed there, the low boy. That's how they transport airplane bodies through through Washington yeah. State is on trucks like that. Yeah, and uh, this one was a challenge just because uh, of the weight that they had to figure it out. In fact, they tried to lift up the, the, the with a crane last night and put it onto the low boy, and then they figured out that the low boy couldn't take that much weight. It got too low and was dragging on the ground. They had to take it back off and get a part out of Oregon shipped up uh, with an extra beam that they put underneath of it, and then they tried again, and it worked today. They were kind of improvising on how they were going to do this. Uh, and it eventually worked, and just barely. I mean, it is low uh, when they started going uh, just off the ground because of so much weight on that low boy. And then they finally got the, the locomotive to join base Lewis-McChord. That's where they're putting all of the pieces of the train so the NTSB can go there and inspect them and be able to climb through them and look at the wheels and everything without being out on the freeway. Yeah. Alex, thank you. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks, guys. And Alex Stone there, the Merry latest Christmas. from Washington State. Yeah, we that's, don't see uh, that, and that, that again, I retweeted that at Gary and Shannon. You can also follow Alex at A Stone ABC News on Twitter. And his picture there is, uh, it's pretty amazing. The idea that you would see a, a train locomotive on the back of a big rig uh, just making its way. Thankfully, it doesn't have very far to travel to get to, to the military base that he was talking about. Terror in the skies when we come back to Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640. <laughs> Gary and Shannon. A couple things we were watching. Trillion and a half dollar tax plan has now passed through Congress to the Senate, back to Congress. Now it's official. And in fact, uh, the president is expected to uh, expected to sign this thing into law in the next couple of days. Also, Alex Stone just updated us on the uh, Amtrak investigation and the look into whether or not the engineer was distracted uh, right before. The fast food ah! Ooh, what was the world of fast food being changed by? No robots, I assume. Uh, whether or not that engineer was distracted right before he went into that curve at 50 miles over the posted speed limit. And the other story that I found fascinating, Meryl Streep is being just brutalized in some posters that are showing up around town. Her, a picture of her with Harvey Weinstein from a few years back, and over her face are the words, she knew, suggesting that she knew and was somehow silently complicit in all of this uh, sexual harassment and, in Harvey Weinstein's case, sexual abuse that was going on in Hollywood. So, anyway. Well, 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 five women on a flight from Baltimore to L.A. got into a brawl. That would qualify as terror in the skies. Flight 209, you are cleared for takeoff. Roger. Get off my plane. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey-fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. It's Gary and Shannon's Terror in the Skies on KFI. Picture it. Sicily. No, I'm just kidding. Sicily? That's a Golden Girls reference. Picture it. 
You're on a coast-to-coast flight, Baltimore to L.A., when suddenly you hear it. The music is playing, and it's playing loud. What? Where is this coming from? You're stuck on a plane. What do you do? Is it John Cusack holding up a boombox? It was a woman with a boombox. Oh, it was? Yep. Oh, well, in that I don't know if it was in your eyes playing. (laughs) Well, five women on this flight got into a physical fight after one woman started playing that music loud on a boombox. The argument began soon as the plane landed and while it was taxiing. Flight attendants were a little delayed in getting to break up the fight because they were strapped into their seats. Cell phone video captured on the plane shows a woman slapping and pulling another woman's hair. It was a mutual combat situation, is how it was described. (laughs) Two women appeared to be wasted and were playing the loud music. Passengers complained, and the two women said, What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And that's when the fight happened. Now, the two women who were worked up in the brawl sued Spirit Airlines, saying that the airlines fed alcohol to these women... And then failed to defuse that brawl. It went to court. They were represented by who? Gloria Allred. Oh, of course. It was a 12-day trial. Let me pull the car over for a minute. 12-day trial for uh, altercation over a boombox and some rum and cokes. Court's not always a full day, and they'll take a pretty healthy lunch break, maybe 90 minutes, and maybe a break, little stretch break or morning and late afternoon. But probably Gloria already has a packed schedule, and they had days where they were they were dark or whatever. Well, let's just assume then maybe four hours a day, maybe. Twelve days. Twelve days. The flight itself was five hours, maybe five and a half, depending on the wind. Well. The court applied California law, which prohibits liability based solely on serving alcohol. You can't say uh, X, Y, and Z establishment. You're on the hook for this stabbing because you fed Gary Hoffman too many pomegranate margaritas, (laughs) unfortunately. But come on. There's got to be something. The flight attendants have got to know that the the group that's waving around a boombox in the middle of a flight is going to be trouble. Right? Yeah, but what are you going to do? You're tell sh- them to turn it off. Tell them to turn it off. Maybe they tried that and they were landing. If, but hold on. If you don't do what the flight attendants tell you, they'll they'll turn that plane right around. The thing is, is it seemed like they were already in the landing pattern when the boombox started playing. Ah. Uh, and so it was kind of like, eh, what are we going to do? Let's just weather the storm. Weather the storm. I heard that Southwest I, was going to have like live bands on their planes. Well, but that's different. No, no, no. That's also audio terrorism. I don't want you to pick music for me when I'm trapped <gasps> in a, a tin can. Do you like music playing when you're at dinner? Sometimes. Like like individual singer-songwriters who are out there with a single microphone, tiny little amp, and an acoustic guitar? Sometimes. Rarely, though. But when I'm in my a wife plane, will walk in and see that and turn around and walk out. Yeah, honey, you can't get reservations here. We've been we've been trying for months to get into this place. Nope, no, no, no live music while we're eating. Yeah, because it can be very distracting. Then there's that thing where you have to walk past them when you leave, mm-hmm. and they feel like you should tip them or something like that. Anyway, this woman is brave right here. I'm just looking at a picture of that uh, one of the other passengers took, wearing white stretch pants on her plane. We've talked about the. We talked about the, what's the degradation, I think, of clothing when it comes to airplane flights There could be an argument against white stretch pants in every single arena. 
Not just on you a gotta, plane. You got to be brave. You got to be bold. White, to put stretch, on white pants stretch pants hide nothing at all. And she's wearing them on the Spirit Airlines flight. I felt bad for the Chargers last week. Why? Because they were wearing white stretch pants. <laughs> but you're gonna Could you that. imagine being a lineman and having to wear white stretch pants? Very different. Holy hell. 350 pounds looks good on them. I don't know, man. I don't think anyone looks good in white stretch pants. When we come back, Dr. Wendy Walsh joins us for our weekly appointment with the good doctor. We'll come back with that to Gary and Shannon. The doctor is in with Dr. Wendy Walsh. Well, welcome. Dr. Wendy Walsh joins us. Hello. You hear her uh, Sundays right here on KFI. Four to six. That's right. Uh, Four to six. And always on the iHeartRadio app. You know, every single show, you just go on and you put keyword Dr. Wendy and and up they all come. Even if there's a a football game from some team. I don't know what team you'd be talking about. I don't know either, but uh, Dr. Wendy Walsh is always available on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, Well, here we are in the middle of uh, what is to be... The Super Bowl of gift giving. Football. <laughs> uh, you said that you have a, a gift he, buying hack. Here's the thing: a lot of people have a hard time figuring out what to give people, coworkers, friends, spouses, whatever it is. And the one thing that I have been doing is, since I ran into this issue maybe a year and a half ago, I realized all I have to do is keep track of the things that the people say they want. Oh, because you mean. You have an app for that? Well, I don't or how have an do you app. keep track? I just, just use a the little, little list. Just a little on the notepad. Phone. You yeah. make a notepad. I and make if a somebody notepad. says, I would love a Tesla for Christmas, right. you write that down? I already have it down for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, there are some some resource issues that will prevent me from giving you it, one. I'm just letting it'll you be know. Maybe a little now. model keychain don't, one. <laughs> don't want there to be a letdown. But I have things on here for my kids or ideas that I come up with and I think, oh, I've got to remember that at around Christmas time. I'll write it down. So I have uh, there's a bunch on here that I have written down for my son that I have that I got that will be Christmas. I hope he's not listening. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because he doesn't remember what he said. But he doesn't remember. Yeah. Uh, Well, there's another thing I use with my 14 year old daughter. I simply say this: send me the links, and she just sends me in a text all the links to the gifts she wants, and then I choose which ones I'm going to buy. Right. My wife does something similar because she says she admits that she's not necessarily the easiest to buy for, but she likes it to be some something creative. And let me ask you this. First of all, let me give you a tiny psychological tip, which you obviously don't need your great gift buyer. And then I have a question for you. Uh, First psychological tip is we buy generally gifts for people that we would like ourselves. Sorry, but that's it's hard for us to get out of our own space. So it what your app, your app, your list on your phone actually does is keeps you in the space of somebody else. So it's a really good idea to really think about what they would use or do and think about them and their life. And the other thing is if it's somebody that's not, you know, a close, intimate family or friend, it's absolutely okay to give consumables because we're in a time of purging. Who needs more stuff? We're, right. The economy's booming. Everybody's – my brother said the funny thing. He goes, we're doing a Secret Santa for the adults this year. No more adulting, gifting. Uh, he said it got to the point where I'm – Handing my friend a Home Depot gift card and he's handing me a, you know, iTunes gift card. It's so stupid. We're just crap. And on that note, may I just say gift cards? No. I've listen. There are people. This is this is like Republican Democrat fighting. This is a gift cards are a huge, huge issue around this time of year because some people will say it's the best way to do it. Others will say 
it means nothing There's to the no recipient. There's no thought in that. There's no thought. Well, now, I would disagree. Right. Uh, you know what would look better? Just hand them money. They can use for anything in the world. Especially, you know how we do gift cards for kids' parties and teenagers and yes. whatever? Yeah. If they had an envelope with a cool $50 bill in there instead of that iTunes gift card, that's even cooler. Yeah. They, they never touch cash, by the way. They're whole, these young kids, everything right. is clicking on an app and swiping with a credit card or an ATM. They never see cash. I started giving my nephews checks so that they'd open oh. bank accounts and, you know, save money. Great and idea. they were like so excited. What's this? It's a yeah. check. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know? Okay, now I have a question for you, Gary. Yeah. So I have a very bad mental block. I do not know how to buy gifts for men. I can't figure out what you guys need. I'm going to say something sexist now besides beer and a steak. Okay. Omaha steaks is an idea. Sure. But I, I just like, how do I shop for guys? I hate, I, just, I always feel like I'm going to make a mistake. Home Depot gift cards. Home Depot <laughs> gift cards. That's one way to do it. Um, Chargers tickets. There you go. Do take them out somewhere. I mean, as much as as much as like you said, there's an, we have stuff. We all yeah. have enough stuff right now. This is not us. We are not stuff hungry. Think of something that you would think that we would like to do. I guess. Oh, I have an idea. Okay. So my brother and his wife. There's a certain restaurant that they went to for their first date. In Ottawa? Yeah. I should buy them just a gift certificate to that, or or I should take them out to dinner as a third wheel. Just give them Canadian (laughs) money and say, go to this Canadian restaurant and be Canadian. (laughs) I mean, if... Or, you know, uh, concert tickets. Experiences. You know know they uh, like that. Gary likes, uh, you know, uh, Mumford and Sons, so... Get them concert tickets and wrap them up for a concert that's next year. Something to do. Yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the thing. And the other thing we're doing for all the young people this year is just a bunch of stocking stuffers. Yeah. You know, one gift and then a bunch of fun little things. Those are fun, too. I Even mean, if because it's those, just socks and underwear. You those know? can be simple. You know, they don't. you don't have to break the bank to fill a stocking full of stuff. And it can be stuff that they would use. We've, we've given uh, our kids um, uh, deodorant. Uh, makeup, <laughs> makeup uh, yep. hair goo, whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that kind of stuff. For just, it's still you still get to open it. It's still a yeah. Christmas gifting thing, even if it's more practical than it is wowing. Yeah, and I think Walgreens—they're not a sponsor here. I just want to say knows that we do this because they have so many beauty packets that yes. are like five dollars. I <laughs> love. Uh, I fell into a CVS store the other oh, day. Same deal. And I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. If I had a girl to stuff a stocking for. <laughs> well, and, and a lot of them will now just simply set out extra stuff. Target, Walmart, all those big ones, they'll have, this is your stocking stuffer area. They're under 10 Everything's bucks. under 10 yeah. bucks or yep. 2 bucks even. Yeah. Yep. And you can fill up your stockings that way. So Love that. Um, my dog has a stocking. Are you serious? Does your I dog pe- have clothing too? There's little... Don't say little booties to wear in the cold. No. Okay. But he gets me crazy. I've actually seen women strap up little boots on their dogs. But the last couple of years, uh, Pajamagram has been nice enough to send my family, including the dog. Maybe this is the year I should try Pajamagram. I tell them how big he is. What do you mean, how how do they know? You haven't seen the picture of Fergus in his pajamas? No, no, I have. I have. Um, oh can we Lord. talk about stress when we come back and yeah. how to avoid it? Are you feeling a little stressed right now? I am. I think I'm feeling stressed just because of uh, working this weekend and <laughs> traveling. <laughs> Best stress reliever, by the way, yeah. other than getting all your shopping done early, is to then 
go to the mall with nothing to do and just watch people eat oh, each other. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Just humanity you know that, rears its ugly head. That de-stressed me. I went to the mall not last night but the night before and just driving there and seeing people cut each other. And I live in a very um, – people have kind manners. It's very kind. People drive with manners. Not like the West Side, um, not like my old neighborhood. And people were just, like you said, eating each other. I mean, cutting people off. And then when you get to the mall, people are just running around and the looks on their faces. It actually had uh, an effect, a calming effect on me. Like, oh. Don't go there if you have work to do. But if you got nothing to do and you're done with your stuff, go to the mall. It's the season of joy. No, it's not. That is never the case. Okay. When we come back, I want to talk about... How we can decompress. Dr. Wendy Walsh has joined us. We'll continue in just a moment here on Gary and Shannon. Gary and Shannon and Dr. Wendy Walsh. John and Ken will come up here in just a few minutes at the top of the hour and update us on uh, not just the tax plan, but also the derailment story that train that derailed up in Washington State a couple days ago. And as they investigate, see, figure out, uh, they try to figure out what happened. Well, we're in the middle of uh, stress time as well. You know why I'm dancing? It's why? not about the train re- or the tax stress. thing. It reduces stress. That music just made me bop. Good job, Blakey. Stop. Eight, there you go. <laughs> eight in ten say that they frequently or sometimes encounter stress in their daily lives. Um, 17% say they rarely feel stressed. 4% say they never feel stressed. It's- and 100% of the people feel stressed this week because it's that whole, you know, sprint into the holidays. Yeah. And I think we set up these arbitrary deadlines for us so that we can get stuff done. And we sort of create our own stress. The truth is, like, I have a little laundry list I want done before I get out of town. And I'll probably be up past midnight doing it tonight. Um, the truth is, nothing would, the world wouldn't stop if I started doing it on January 1st. Yeah. But there was something about getting things closed down down. In 2017 and done before right. I go away for Christmas. Like Gary wants to rotate his tires this afternoon. And I said, what, why can't you wait till the first of the year, after the first of the year to do that? Because my car tells me when it's time. Does it talk or it's got a little light that blinks? There's a thing that says service required 58 miles ago. Yeah, you know what I do? I drive into a place and I talk to a man and I go, it says there's a light there. Do something. <laughs> well, I can have my son do it. I mean, that's the, oh, I mean, wow. I'm not going to rotate my own tires. I could. I don't. That would take me a long time. He's got the new. Oh, he works at a tire store. Exactly. He should do it. That's your Christmas present. Right. My Christmas present to him is here. Rotate my tires. No, him to you. Silly. Yeah, that's never going to (laughs) happen. Well, how do we deal with this? I mean, the dancing is one of them. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, We all need to dance more often. Seriously, put on some music at home. Uh, well, we know the traditional ways to decompress. And in order to do the traditional ways to decompress, you know, deep breathing, massage, all that kind of stuff, massage, oh, I said that, take a walk, exercise, get outdoors, blah, blah, blah. You have to allot the time. You have to first become aware that you're under stress. And believe it or not, the research shows that just becoming self-aware, do a little body scan right now, both of you. Take mm. a little breath right now. Yeah. Inhale and exhale. And now I want you to feel from your toes all the way up and just sort of check in and ask yourself, oh, is my shoulder tight? Wow, look at that. I have a pain in my foot. I know what you're thinking right now. What? That you feel like your stomach is full. What'd you eat? What'd you (laughs) eat? I I had a salad earlier. And? I had a salad and about six M&Ms. And? I didn't have any cookies yet. Last night. I had cookies last night. (laughs) Anyway, 
Just the, don't you feel now that you've checked in with your body? Don't you feel a little more relaxed? Well, you know what's funny is yeah. just the simple act of silence is so uh, soothing. It's it can be so soothing, and it's such a lost art nowadays. I love silence. I took the dog for a walk a couple nights ago, and I usually take my phone with me, and I'll listen to the Conway Show at night or whatever, and that is fun. And but just not listening to anything, so you, leaving so Conway's, the phone. So Conway's been ruining your life. No, no, Conway's been making <laughs> me laugh. But there's also something to be said about silence when I need silence. And yeah. So Conway time. is why you're stressed out. No, it's not yeah. at all. No commercial intended, but that is the best benefit of my American Vision windows. You have them too, don't you, Shannon? Isn't it make the house oh, silent yes. when I you love, want to? I love them. Yeah. I love silence. I love oh, it's like a museum in there. Oh. It feels so good. All right. So I was reading, there's a list that we found from uh, zenhabits.net of ways that you can decompress if you're under experience a lot of stress. And I laughed out loud at number two called self-massage. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, to clear your sinuses too, isn't right. it? Right. Uh, that's I not wonder, Harvey Weinstein. I, right? I wondered if it was a metaphor for something. But uh, then the writer writes, I like to massage my shoulders, my neck, my lower back. It helps a lot. And I'm like, really? Um, but I've actually been massaging my feet. Your own feet? Yeah, after walking in high heels all day, and I take a shower before I I go to sleep, and before I get in the sheets, I massage my feet with lotion, and then I sleep better. John, do you self-massage? Puts the lotion on its body. (laughs) I can't answer that. Sure you can. <laughs> no, probably better, no, probably probably better not. Because then you'll um... stay where. If I say yes, you'll say where. We don't want him to relax. We like him highly stressed. Makes for That's good radio. True. As That's soon true. as I come in here, I can feel my stress level. Yeah. That's not true. Huh? <laughs> yes, it is. It's called the Shannon effect. What's coming up on the big show? Uh, we're going to have a guy on. Uh, you may have heard that uh, Cardinal Bernard Law died yep. out of Boston. He was the one that they had to toss because he'd covered up uh, priest abuse for many years. He should the have movie. been killed years ago. The yeah. award-winning movie just the other uh, year was about him. Well, we're going to talk to Robert Costello, who says a priest abused him. And his suggestion for Bernard Law is that he should be chopped up and weights should be put on every piece of body part he has and drop him in oceans around the world. So he'll that be should have been done while he was living. Yeah, yeah but, I know. But like, how does he feel about the Cardinal? <laughs> that's, wow. That's a lot of cutting, too. He is a big man. Yeah, yeah. You need the power saw for that. So Aww. he'll be on after 3 o'clock. And Merry Christmas to you. That's right. <laughs> John and Ken up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Stay dry, everybody. Oh. Gary and Shannon. He's giving it the big build up there, and he did not deliver at all. What a shame. Nobody wants to see that. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now, a low interest rate on everyday purchases, and place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed, and together, they can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.